Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Glamour Fearless. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. Whether I find me a place in this world or I never belong, I gotta be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but what I am? I wanna live, not merely survive. And I won't give up this dream of life that keeps me alive. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. I'm not right for somebody else if I'm not right for me. I gotta be free. I gotta be free. Yes, I'm gonna try to it or die. And welcome to Diabetes Late Night. Thank you for listening. Hey, I gotta be me for National Diabetes Awareness Month and send you a special shout out because tonight is my Diabetes Game Show podcast featuring fantastic prize giveaways courtesy of Dr. Greenfield's Diabetic Foot, Hand, and Body Lotions and musical inspiration from jazz legend Ella Fitzgerald. It's all because I gotta be me and do what I love best for November, National Diabetes Awareness Month, which is play games and give away prizes. So, um, plus, I love to play music, and who better than to salute National Diabetes Awareness Month than Ella Fitzgerald, whose sweet, silvery voice made her the most celebrated jazz singer of her generation. She stayed in the swing of things after having both of her legs amputated below the knee due to complications related to diabetes. But she didn't let that stop her from doing what she loved doing best, singing. I saw her perform myself in San Francisco in the, late, in the early 90s and thought she was absolutely sensational. I can't imagine what it would be like to travel in and out of cities, in and out of airports, hotels, and venues after having both of my legs amputated. But somehow she was able to carry on and continue to perform on stages around the world until her death in 1996. Now, anyone who's suffered a diabetes complication such as stroke or amputation knows that the world doesn't slow down for you. It takes a lot more time and effort to complete everyday tasks from taking a bath to getting the mail 
or even going to the mall. So this month, I'm saluting everyone who has experienced a complication for getting back into the swing of things like Ella Fitzgerald and living their life to the fullest by taking care of their diabetes health. I also want to remind my listeners tonight, that's all of you, 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 and you, that you could prevent a diabetes complication like amputation by inspecting your feet daily and by being vigilant about the warning signs of foot ulcers, including irritation, redness, cracked, and dry skin. Joining me tonight on my special Diabetes Game Show podcast are Dr. Stanley Greenfield and Carlos from the Diabetes What to Know community. Throughout the podcast, I'm so pleased to be playing selected songs from Ella Fitzgerald's live album, courtesy of Columbia Jazz, Sony Music. Now take a minute and please donate to DivaBetic at divabetic.org. Your tax-deductible contributions are greatly appreciated. And guess what? When you go to our website, you, meet, you might see that we have a brand new face. We just redid the website to make it easier for you to get the support, encouragement, and empowerment you need to glam more, fear less. Now in the 1940s, Ella was known for being one of the best scat singers around the world. So here's a song to showcase her remarkable talent. Wow, that's incredible. Welcome back to Bodies Late Night. I can't do it myself, but I'm your host, Mr. Divabetic, and I'm celebrating National Diabetes Awareness Month with two podcasts. That's tonight, we've got our Diabetes Game Show, and then next week, we'll have our regular Diabetes Late Night podcast inspired by Ellis Fitzgerald, where we'll be playing more songs by our Diva Inspiration all month long. Tonight, however, we're celebrating by playing educational games and giving away great prizes courtesy of Dr. Greenfield's Diabetic Foot, Hand, and Body Lotions. And I think my studio audience... Ooh la la. Yeah, they like that a lot. You should see those gift baskets. I'm staring at them right now, and they're... Ooh la la. Absolutely. All right. Did you know the main reason why amputation is common is because of nerve damage related to diabetes? A person with diabetes who experiences nerve damage is more likely to be unaware of foot or injuries until it becomes infected. Here to tell us more about foot health, as well as these wonderful products that I've been giving away all year long, is the founder himself, a pharmaceutical chemist who has a passion for diabetic skin care. Please welcome to the show, I'm so honored to have him on, Dr. Stanley Greenfield. Hello, Dr. Greenfield. Hello, and I'm very pleased to be on with you. Well, we're excited to have you on because I give away your products not only on our Diabetes Late Night podcast, but we also give them away at several of our live events, and our community really loves them. And I thought tonight would be a wonderful chance for people to have to get to know you a little bit more and hear about why you're so passionate about helping people with diabetes. Oh, sure. Well, uh, I'll try to be kind of brief, but... Uh, Growing up in Omaha, Nebraska in the 1950s, uh, we had an uncle who lived with us who was a diabetic. And at that point in time, 
we did not have the sophisticated insulins that are now present, and nobody really knew or could take their routine blood glucose measurements. About the only way you could check yourself was to test urine, and that was only effective uh, in the range of about, of about 200 in terms of blood sugar. Uh, living with this diabetic uncle of mine, there were many times when uh, he was not in control because the only way to control yourself was through diet. And uh, so as much as he tried, he just could not control himself very well. And as a result of that, there were many times when I can remember my mother going in, seeing him, and seeing that he was completely incoherent. So she immediately uh, pulled out the orange juice and made him take the orange juice. Sometimes that was effective, and other times was it was, when it was not effective, we wound up having to uh, call an ambulance and taking him into the hospital to get his blood sugar back under control. So that that was a very traumatic experience for somebody who was at my age growing up. And then the message really hit home to us when my son was diagnosed with diabetes when he was a teenager. And uh, Michael, in fact, is now an MD. Type 1 or type 2 diabetes, Dr. Greenfield? My son is type 1. Okay. And uh, he was a very athletic kid, and he was a pretty bright kid, so he was able to really do everything he wanted uh, in terms of physical activity. He he was able to do everything he wanted in terms of eating by just adjusting his diabetic doses every day because he was able to monitor his blood sugar. And he was doing very well except on one incident – And that was when he had to have some wisdom teeth extracted. And he had an adverse reaction to some of the anesthetic that was given to him. So uh, he just felt rotten, and he was uh, vomiting the entire day. So we called the endocrinologist, and we were advised that we should uh, keep feeding Michael uh, popsicles, in order to keep his blood sugar at a reasonable level. And about 10 o'clock that night, he said he just was not feeling well. We ought to take him into the hospital. So that's what we did. And uh, his blood gases, as well as of his sugar, were way out of whack. And he wound up staying two days in the hospital before they could get everything back under control. And this was a kid who was in perfectly good control until he had this adverse reaction. So, so the uh, reaction of seeing, having those memories of your uncle haunted you while seeing your son in this condition, I'm sure, in the hospital. So right. Someone so healthy and suddenly being struck down for you don't know what reasons related to diabetes. Right. And not only that, but as an adult, uh, I, have been, I have witnessed my aunt on my uncle, this was on my mother's side who lived with us, and then I had an aunt on my father's side who suffered from diabetes. In fact, uh, she was nearly blind as a result of uh, of retinopathy caused by no circulation sure. in the back of her eyes. 
and my own sister became diabetic. So this is something that has been with me and my family since I was a little kid. And being a pharmaceutical chemist, uh, it became more or less a passion to see what we could do to help diabetes. Diabetic patients uh, live a more normal life. And we focused our attention... Had you been working on lotions and products like that up to that point as a chemist? And then the passion kind of led you to want to focus on this one uh, population? Sure, absolutely. I have been in and around the pharmaceutical industry now for about 50 years. We started our own company in Kansas City in 1983. And then five years later, in conjunction with my son, who's the M.D., we developed some diabetic products. And did you start with the feet, or did you start with body, or did you start with hand when you began the whole? Because uh, you have quite an extensive product line, we should tell everyone, and it's available everywhere, and it's online for sure. You could check it out on Amazon. I mean, I love these products. I'm not endorsing them. I'm just supporting them. How's that? Because I don't want people to think this is a paid advertisement, but I do really believe in your products. So many of our community members have experienced your products and the trial sizes we've given away, and everyone uh, really feels that they're by far superior to other products on the market for helping with dryness. Um, so let's just talk about them for a minute. Which one did you start with? Was it foot, well, hand, or Well, we basically body? developed the hand and body cream at the same time as we developed the foot cream. Okay, and, and what were you trying to accomplish with the foot cream? Well, the objective there was to keep the feet soft, keep the feet uh, from forming calluses, because in a very quick time, if a diabetic has a callus on his foot, and because he suffers from retinopathy, or yeah, neuropathy, he's right. not feeling anything on his feet. So he can f- quickly step on something, and the callus splits, and before he knows it, he's got an infection in his foot. And before he knows it also, that infection can lead to gangrene. In fact, right now, diabetes is without question the leading cause of foot amputations in the United States. And based on some statistics we we got from the American Diabetes Association, uh, it is estimated right now that once every 7.2 minutes, somebody suffers an amputation as a result of diabetes. And if you think about that in terms, every seven minutes, is that's, that's mind-staggering. It absolutely is, and I, I loved your description. I, people, I hope people heard that because a lot of times people wonder, how do people lose their feet? And you just kind of walked everyone through this wonderful explanation describing how that lack of sensation, the lack of not checking your feet could result in a bad infection that could get worse and worse and ultimately lead to something like that. And what you're promoting very clearly to me is prevention is the key along with daily inspection of your feet. That would be critical. And when they do have dry feet or they are experiencing calluses, to keep them moist by using uh, topical lotions to help them out. Correct. And we think we, we our diabetic products are, in fact, patented. And the reason they're patented is, is they contain a, uh, a naturally occurring protein. But that protein also con- contains some... Uh, 
growth hormones. And it has been clearly demonstrated in the scientific literature that these growth hormones, that actually epidural growth factor, uh, transporting growth factor, fibroblast growth factor, and fibroblast growth factor B are present in this protein. And the reason they are so effective is uh, these growth factors lead to the development of new blood, of new blood vessels. So with the new blood vessels, uh, you are able to, to some degree, eliminate the neuropathy, except we don't have $50 million to go through FDA to do all these clinical studies in order to make a drug claim for them. But, you know, uh, we still have the results of many, many people throughout the years who have used our products, and they have, in fact, cut down on uh, on all the foot problems. The other thing our, our foot product contains is it contains some ingredients which are used to slough off dead cells. Dead, in addition to keeping the feet very moist, the product contains uh, exfoliating agents. In other words, there's chemicals in our product which lead to the sloughing off of dead skin cells. And if you slough off dead skin cells, you in turn uh, will not promote the growth of calluses. So we have approached keeping good foot health in several different ingredients within our product. And the last thing that's in our product, which again is specific for diabetic patients, is we have tea tree oil in the product and tea tree oil provides a uh, a natural environment to keep away fungus and bacteria. So we've approached this problem from several different aspects in one specific product. Amazing. Well, I'm so glad to have you on the show. I'm, I'm going to be thrilled to be giving them away uh, to our guest, Carlos, who's coming up in a minute. But first, everybody... Dr. Greenfield, we're saluting National Diabetes Awareness Month with our musical superstar, Ella Fitzgerald. She shot to fame at the age of 21 after recording a playful version of a nursery rhyme, A Tisket, A Tasket. The album went on to sell a million copies, hit number one, and stayed on those charts for 17 weeks. I think she was kind of the Britney Spears of her day. Why don't you all think about that while we play A Tisket, A Tasket? A brown and yellow basket I send a letter to my mommy On the way I dropped it I dropped it, I dropped it Yes, on the way I dropped it A little girly picked it up And put it in her pocket Welcome back to Divey's Late Night. I'm your host, Mr. Diva Bedick. I was just talking to Dr. Stanley Greenfield. I want to salute you again, Dr. Greenfield, and just say thank you for everything you're doing uh, for the diabetes community and helping people stay healthy. My whole goal at Divabetic is to try to prevent a diabetes complication from occurring in uh, honor of my former boss, Luther Vandross, and urging people to keep their house at home. I think you're doing an amazing job with your products, so thank you so much for that. Well, we're glad to contribute. Well, hold on, everybody, because it's time to meet our special guest, 
Carlos from Diabetes What to Know Community. This Diabetes What to Know Community. Welcome to the show, Carlos. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we're, we want to hear a little bit about yourself. I know before we went on the show in the green room, I found out that you're pretty recently diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Tell us a little bit about your experience when you were first diagnosed and, and how the Diabetes What to Know community has helped you as you've been managing your care. Well, I am a 32-year uh, law enforcement retiree. Uh, I worked the last 20 years in a prison, and I was a sergeant there and taking care of my inmates and officers and stuff. I went into this unit of 40 inmates, and I started getting dizzy and started seeing black spots and almost went into a diabetic coma, not knowing that I was diabetic then. And uh, luckily, one of my officers saw me kind of stumble and called my supervisor, and they came and took me to the medical department. And the nurse asked me if I was diabetic. I said, no, but I know my grandmother was diabetic. He says, let me have your finger. So I gave her my finger, and she poked it. And, yeah, my sugars was 309. And uh, wow. she told my, yeah, yeah, it, it was it was out of this world. So and what did she tell you? Because I know that I, a lot of people have been through a similar experience who we've outreached to. And so I'm just curious, like, what was the initial conversation after finding out your blood sugars? Well, uh, you know, not knowing all the um, all the ins and outs or all the symptoms, I, I didn't know. It caught me by surprise, actually. Uh Knowing that my grandmother was a diabetic, or she died of complications, uh, but she had her, her all her limbs and everything, so I didn't, you know, put two and two together. But throughout the uh, diabetic community, these uh, support groups and stuff, uh, I've I've learned and researched and this and that that it's more genetic than it is bad eating, which bad eating does contribute, but the actual cause is genetic more than health, uh, unhealthy choices. And we should tell everyone again, you're living with type 2 diabetes. There is a strong family history there. I also have a family history of diabetes. I agree with you. A lot of it has to do with our genes, and in order to prevent or to delay a diagnosis, you have to do everything you can now. Uh, by managing my weight and my food and my exercise every day, and uh, as well as getting checked up on. So how how did your life change after the diagnosis? Did you make any lifestyle changes? <laughs> did I? Well, I went to the emergency room. They brought him down, and the doctor, I'm Puerto Rican, so uh, the doctor is also Puerto Rican, and I've known him for a little bit. But anyway, he explained some things to me. He says, you've got to change your eating habits, first thing. So anyway, once I got out of there, the first thing I did with uh, my wife was I took out the, we dumped everything out of the house. We took everything out of the fridge, out of the pantry. Like name three things you got rid of. Junk food, packaged Everything, 
everything okay. went to the track. And went to the grocery store and bought healthy stuff. You know, fresh produce, fresh fruits, fresh everything. Lean meat. Okay, well we have you know, a lot everything. of male listeners. Now this is gonna be really interesting to them because a lot of people a lot of guys say they can't get filled eating rabbit food. So tell us what one of your regular meals would have been before diagnosis and what your new meal is today and how you feel after having it. Oh, man. Before, before. Okay, let me explain something to you. Being Puerto Rican, our diet consists of starch, deep-fried foods, and a lot of carbs, a lot of sweets, a lot of breads. So, yeah, all the things that are bad for us. So, but a typical day for me was two or three Burger Kings, you know, uh, fast food because the nature of my work. Then I, you know, working 12-hour days, you come home and you don't really don't want to cook, so you stop somewhere, grab a burger, grab a pizza, you know, whatever, and you come home and you eat it. Well, again, uh, that's all. That's all went out the door. Uh, and now what are you so, eating? Now I'm eating lean meats, diabetic portion size, okay? Portions is the main key. Now, with that, um, starchy vegetables to a limit, of course, portion size, diabetic portion size. Uh, fresh leaf, leafy vegetables, uh, you know, I, I, I've never eaten kale, and now I love it, you know. Brussels sprouts, yuck, but I love them, <laughs> you know. Well, see, the thing is, is you train your, your taste buds. Oh, absolutely. You're preaching to the choir. I do a Serve, Taste, or Trash podcast where we talk exactly what you're talking about. We admit the foods we hate, and then we bring on chefs to tell us how to prepare them in a way that we'll love. I, I'm exactly. on the same wagon with you with Brussels sprouts. I didn't think I would ever eat a Brussels sprout because I hated them when I was 12 years old. Now I'm with you. They're the first thing I want on the menu if I go out or I try to grill them when I make them at home. I love them. I hear you. Listen, control is the key for everybody that's out there listening. Control. You bring your numbers down to under control. Your diet has to be balanced all food groups, because if you leave out a food group, you're not getting all the nutrition your body needs to function, okay? And exercise. It doesn't have to be skinnish. You don't have to be two hours in the gym, 30-minute walks, you know, get up, move around, do your normal stuff during the day. Just keep on moving, and you will lose the weight. My dietitian, I've only seen her once in my lifetime since I got diagnosed. She put me on a 200-carb diet a day, and I thought she was crazy. I said, I need to lose weight. She goes, you will. <laughs> and I did. So, and has, it, has that been a diet you've been able to maintain? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, there's now, days I don't, eat, I don't eat the 200, but I get as close as I can. I'm, um, I have one more question. I want to get Dr. Greenfield's reaction to this since he does have a huge family history of diabetes, and I'm sure your story is as inspiring to him as it is to me. But, um, Carlos, tell me a little bit about 
how the Diabetes uh, What to Know community has helped you with either getting, staying on track, motivated, encouragement. Because I, I know a lot of people, when they're first diagnosed in similar situations with blood sugars over 300, they're scared to death. And if they have a family history of diabetes and, and have seen complications, it's even more scary. So I'm just wondering how the community played a role in your um, your change and, and how your life has gone in such a different way, in a healthy way. Uh, community is key. And I mean key because it's support. And we need all the support we can get. These people, we don't know each other from Adam. We just meet in this group. We share our stories. We share our our our, our worries, you know, without judgments. Without judgments. We don't judge anybody. Nobody judges us. Okay? We support. People fall. Tomorrow's a new day. You know, listen. Cindy Lou saved my life. I've been with her for three groups now, and she has saved my life. She and and I tell her every time we talk, she is wonderful. She's my guru, and and, and it's all in the support. We 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 cheer each other on. We cry when something goes wrong. You know when somebody has an issue. You know we do everything. We do everything together. The support, it is key because, face it, some of us have family members that don't believe or don't want, don't want to believe. And we tell them and they say, ah, you're just taking this too far, you know, this and that. You know, go ahead and eat that piece of candy, piece of cake, whatever. Well, you can. You can. And I'm here to tell you, you can. But you have to have your weight. You have to have your numbers in control, okay? No, beautiful. Dr. Green, let's just go to Dr. Greenfield before we play some games. You're hearing his story. It is a remarkable turnaround for Carlos, Dr. Greenfield, and because of your family history, I'm just curious to get your reaction to it. No, he, you know, it's absolutely right. I mean, you have to, you ha- simply have to maintain a low blood sugar, and you do that through what you, through what you eat, and through careful monitoring of yourself and through exercise. And you don't have to necessarily give up ice cream, and, but everything has to be in moderation. He is correct. He is correct. Listen. All right, well, uh, listen to this noise. Oh, it's a drum roll. Why is it a drum roll? Because it's National Diabetes Awareness Month. And it's time to play some games. But we're not going to do it until we hear from our diva inspiration, Ellis Fitzgerald, one more time. Here's a classic song that I love, courtesy of Sony Music. You turn the tables on me. I can't believe that it's true. I always thought when you bought the lovely present you bought, why? Welcome back to Diabetes uh, Late Night, my special podcast, Diabetes Game Show. I'm turning the tables on Carlos from the Diabetes What 
you, uh, what to know community and putting in you in the hot seat, Carlos, because it's time to play some games and help raise awareness in a fun new way. Please have a seat in our chair. I, as you can see, I've changed into my tuxedo, Dr. Greenfield. Thank you for being our judge during this round of the game show. Okay. Uh, our studio audience is ready. Carlos, are you ready? I am ready. You better be excited because I've got a few games for you, and if you get the first questions right, you win. And then if you answer our final question correctly, one of our members of the DivaBetic community will be an instant winner and win a Dr. Greenfield's foot, hand, and body lotion giveaway, diabetic foot, hand, and body lotion giveaway, a prize package in honor of National Diabetes Awareness Month. Our first game, and all our games actually, have to do with feet because people with diabetes can develop many different foot problems. Even ordinary problems could get worse and lead to serious complications like Dr. Greenfield said earlier in the podcast, that's why good foot care is essential for people with diabetes. From foot self-exams to doctor checkups, there are many ways and many things you could do right now to keep your feet in good shape, improve their circulation, and catch a problem before it starts. All right, so here we go. Carlos, your first question. How often, it's multiple choice, by the way, how often should you inspect your feet if you have diabetes? Is it A, every day, B, once a week, C, once a year? Your answer? A, every day. Every day. That's correct, right? If you should check your feet every day. You heard Dr. Greenfield say that earlier today. I mentioned it as well in the podcast. It is really important. Dr. Greenfield, like you said, sometimes people uh, who aren't checking their feet because of neuropathy, can't, something small at first could develop into something much more severe. Absolutely. Carlos, are you ready? For your I am ready. Question? They're pretty yes, easy, sir. right? How many bones are in your feet? Is it A, 13? Is it B, 26? Is it C, 52? 52. <laughs> Very good. I feel like we're playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Okay, because there are 26 bones, 33 joints, and more than 100 tendons, muscles, and ligaments in each foot and a whopping 250,000 sweat glands. Wow. But if we're talking about feet, there's 52 bones, because add 26 and 26 together, and that's what you get. And those are one quarter of all the bones in your body. Nice job. All right, so what's the best time to buy shoes, according to the American Podiatry Medical Association? Carlos, is it A, in the morning? Is it B, during the afternoon? Is it C, at night? In the morning. That's your final answer? Is that your final uh, answer? No, hold on. Repeat the uh Do you want to consult with Dr. Greenfield? Uh, yes, please. Okay. I Dr. Would, Greenfield? I would say? guess it would be late in the afternoon because if you're standing on your feet all day, they're naturally going to swell a little bit. So I would think you'd get the best footing uh, later in the day, but it's a gift. I don't know. That is correct. That is correct. That yes. is correct. Yes. You phoned a friend, that and you kept correct. him. You kept him alive, Doctor Greenfield. Thank okay. you for doing that. And that was your phone a friend challenge there, 
Carlos, so you know now you're on your own for the rest of the for the rest of the time. Are you okay with that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want to let you know out there if you're listening, the um the best-selling shoe size for women is 8 and a half and the best-selling shoe size for men is 10 and a half. If you want to play more games with me by the way and play them live, you could come to our Victory Over Diabetes Outreach event on Saturday, November 12, 2016 at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital in Philadelphia. Not only will I be playing more games like this, but we'll also have a live cooking demonstration courtesy of American Diabetes Association, a fashion show hosted by our own Catherine Schuler, and the first female professional boxing judge, Carol Paulus, will be sharing her tips on how to keep fighting at any age to improve your health. You can register now at 1-800-JEFF-NOW. It's a totally free and fabulous event. And if you need more information, please visit our website at divabetic.org. Carlos, you're back in the hot seat, which means you're going to need another song. You came, you saw, you conquered me. She's our Diva of the Month. We'll be hosting another podcast next week, Tuesday, November 8th. But Carlos right now is in the hot seat for my Diabetes Game Show podcast. Here's your next question for the big money. If you have diabetes, the skin on your feet will likely be A, dry, B, blistered, C, moist. What is your answer, Carlos? A, dry. I think that was a dead giveaway because we have Josh. Dr. Greenfield, people do tell us again. People have excess do, may suffer excessively dry skin on their feet if they have diabetes. Yeah, oh yes, absolutely. I mean, it's it's pretty well accepted that in general diabetics have dry skin. I mean, that's that's generally accepted in the medical community, and it's particularly uh, poses a problem in feet because, as we've mentioned before. Uh, dry feet lead to calluses. Calluses lead to infections. Infections lead to uh, amputations. So you definitely want to keep your skin, particularly your feet, very, very moist and supple. Well, I have good news for Carlos. Ooh la la. You have qualified to win the major prize giveaway from Dr. Greenfield tonight. However, you now can win from someone from our community in our instant winner challenge. Earlier this week, I posted on the Divabetic Facebook, Tumblr, Pinterest, and Twitter feeds this question. So many of the people got it right, so they entered into our random drawing. There's no pressure, Carlos, but please pick a number from 1 to 61. Any number? 25. 25. Hold on one second. Dana Dixon, if you're listening, you could be our instant winner tonight. If Carlos from the Diabetes What 
You need to know website, what to know website, community and support group gets this next question right. Uh, scary. Are you nervous at all? Of course. <laughs> Some people didn't get this question right, by the way. It's kind of a tricky question, so you might need Dr. Greenfield, and he's here to help. When are, here's the question. When, when are foot problems more likely to occur in someone who has diabetes? Is it A, if there is nerve damage? Is it B, if there is blood loss? Or is it C, if there is a sore? Before you answer and see if we have an instant winner tonight, I have a song from Evelyn Champagne King that I would love to play, and I don't know. I'm in the. Rec- I, here we go. It's time for you to decide. All I want you to do is make up oh, your mind. It's a wonderful Evelyn Champagne King, but this month for National Diabetes Awareness Month, we're playing Ella Fitzgerald uh, all month long on both of our podcasts, plus you can find out my playlist on Spotify. Right now we're playing our final question. It's an instant winner challenge. Dana Dixon could win if Carlos, our guest tonight, gets this question right. When are foot problems most likely to occur in someone who has diabetes? Is it A, if there is nerve damage, B, if there is blood loss, or C, if there is a sore Carlos, what is your answer for, to see if Dana is an instant winner? B, blood loss. Would you like to phone a friend? Yes, let me phone a friend. <laughs> Dr. Greenfield, <laughs> what would you like to say? I, I would say it's a combination uh, of of A and C. It's definitely A and C. It's definitely A and C. It's more related to the nerve damage, according to the quiz that I took this from, which is from the American Podiatry Association. They're saying that nerve damage, like you talked about earlier, Dr. Greenfield, really is the beginning of someone potentially, most likely having some kind of foot problem because, again, they can't feel that. Can you just describe how things start very small and accelerate for people with diabetes if they are dealing are suffering from neuropathy? Yeah, because because they're suffering from neuropathy, they they don't have any good nerve sensation so they won't feel pain. And it goes back if your feet are dry, they will tend to develop calluses. And if you're not feeling anything, you can stumble on something, suddenly develop a crack in the callus. The crack then goes unheated because you're not feeling it, and the crack becomes infected. And once it's infected, uh, it's very easy to develop gangrene. And uh, unfortunately, the end result of most gangrene is amputation. Thank you for that. And Carlos, thank you for playing tonight and helping us raise awareness for diabetes in a fun new way. Because of that, you're getting a special Dr. Greenfield's Diabetic Foot Hand and Body Lotion and Toast Freezing Cream, Freezing Cold Topical Pain Relief Creams Giveaway designed for people with diabetes with sensitive and delicate skin. And because it's National Diabetes Awareness Month, and Dr. Greenfield just texted me and said, please give that to Dana. 
Dana Dixon, you're an instant winner. So everyone wins tonight on my very special Diabetes Game Show podcast. I have to thank both my guests, Carlos from the Diabetes What to Know community and Dr. Greenfield for being here. Thank you, Dr. Greenfield. Thank you, Carlos, for joining us tonight. Uh, thank you all thank for you. tuning in and listening. Please subscribe to our DivaBetic e-newsletter at divabetic.org. Visit DivaBetic's Facebook page and see my videos on Mr. DivaBetic's YouTube channel. Carlos, you might want to check out my Serve Taster trash, trash videos. I think Brussels Sprouts is in one of them. Remember, every diva has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. Let's get happy and healthy together. Tune in next week for my Diabetes Late Night Podcast. In the meantime, here's another song from our diva inspiration, Ella Fitzgerald, courtesy of Sony Music. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Holding hands at midnight Neat the starry skies Nice work if you can get it And you can get it if you try Strolling with the one boy If you can get it, and you can get it if you try Just imagine someone waiting at the cottage door Oh, imagine someone who could ask for anything more Loving ones who loved you, and then taking that vow Nice work if you can get it Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 